All right, Ruthann, it is Talk CDL time, and we are two days away from Christmas. But before we get started on our topics, let's go ahead and mention our sponsors and get rolling on the show. Sounds good. All right. Well, if you're looking for a local job and you're a class A, class B, or a non-CDL driver or... A student. A student driver. That's right. Carter Lumber will take a Class A, a Class B, a non-CDL, and even a student driver in some areas. If you're interested in being home every day, go to carterlumber.com forward slash TalkCDL. Fill out the little three-second form, and they will contact you and get you off the road, drivers. We also are brought to you today by DriveWise, an app-based company that allows you to bypass the scale house. And I got to tell you, honestly, that's a great thing when you can do that. Um, they surveyed drivers, not driveways, but other companies have surveyed drivers. And one of the things that drivers are very, very um, looking for when they're looking for a new job is a company that has scale passes and toll passes and all that stuff. So, well, it helps them. It saves time. Yep. So go to drivewise.com and let them know that Talk CDL sent you over there. Then last but not least, National Carriers. What an awesome company. Uh, the most beautiful Kenworths that they assign. They look for lease drivers, company drivers, over-the-road drivers, student drivers. They're out of Texas. And they would like you to call them at 888-311-7076. Enhance your driving career today, drivers, and call National Carriers, once again, at 888-311-7076. Ruthann, welcome to Talk CDL. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, seriously, you know, when you think about it, you know, here we are once again, and it's kind of weird, you know, it's it's another year in the bag almost. Next year, or next week, we'll be doing the... uh, the uh, New Year's podcast, and we'll be going live. So you drivers out there that usually join us every year, Talk CDL, uh, we go live right around the midnight hour and uh, hang out with everybody. So if you guys are home and not out partying, hang out with Ruth Ann and I around New Year's, and uh, we can strike up some conversations and do our thing together. What do you think, Ruth Ann? I like that. You like that idea? Mm-hmm. I don't I, like watching the ball all the time. They get some stupid entertainers anymore. Yeah, we would rather, honestly, we would rather hang out with you drivers, which, I mean, we'll have the ball on, but we would rather hang out with the drivers, wouldn't you agree? I would. Than, like you said, watching a ball drop in New York City. New York City. You know, I've never gone to that, and I never, I don't think I ever would. I don't, I don't think I want to. It's just too, I mean, I don't mind having, like, a group of people around me and stuff, but that just seems to over... <laughs> If we're being honest, when you I, th- I believe when most truckers become truckers, they hate traffic. Can you imagine what the traffic is like getting in and out of Times Square for mm-hmm. the night? Mm-hmm. That's got to be like the nightmare traffic situation of all nightmares. I, I, um, I, I, I am agreeing with you. Yeah, I'm agreeing. And not only that, but do you ever see them after the ball drops, all the garbage on the ground and, you know, like... The, the the stupid people that are around you because they feel entitled because they're there or whatever. I don't, I, I, I just, <laughs> they feel entitled. I just, I don't, I don't want to go. I would not be a very good person. I think by the time I left there. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I guarantee you, especially like right now with this cold spell we're having going through the country, 
who knows what it's going to be like next week with that. And, you know, if I'm a truck driver, honestly, on that night, I want to, I'd rather be home. I yeah. mean, truly I would. I agree. You know, they said, you know, with the last couple of years and the COVID and the truckers that didn't make it home and the ones that were home, everybody was afraid to be out in public and doing their thing. So most truckers are wanting to be home for the holidays this year. I think we mentioned that last time, but that is so true. Everybody's wanting to be home at least with their family this year and doing the old trucker New Year's thing. But anyways, going back to Christmas route then, um, uh, we also are hoping that drivers would get home yep. for the holidays. We do. Um, you know, it's this, you know, there's the one thing that, you know, since I've been in trucking that most truck drivers will tell you, like literally like when they're coming to work for your company, mo- the ones that are concerned about holidays, they'll be like, well, are you off for the holidays? A lot, a lot of guys ask that yeah. right? Um, when they're coming in and um, a lot of them will tell you, listen, I've got a rule. These are drivers that have told me over the years, and I mean the last 25 years talking to drivers. They've told me, I've got my own personal rule. I will be home for Christmas. I don't care how much you need me. I will be home with my family on Christmas. Come hell or high water, I am going to be. What does that mean, come hell or high water? Well, I guess whatever one comes first. But the bottom line is, their rule is you're not keeping me out on the road on Christmas. I am going to be there to to give gifts and get gifts and see my either my children or my grandchildren. I I agree honestly. I mean, think about it. What company, you know, whether it be a distributor or, you know, what customer would you go to that is going to be open on Christmas? There's none. I can't think of one company that would be open on a Christmas. You know, hospitals. Over- yeah, exactly. Like hospitals. That's actually a good point. You know, emergency places. And, I, and I, over the years, I have seen some gas stations or certain, I think even Walmart, they closed down at like, I, I believe, if I remember correctly over the years, Walmart closes early Christmas Eve and doesn't open till like, I think they open back up like late Christmas Day or or the next day, I forget how they're scheduled. I think they. I, I think at one point a lot of companies started being open, mm-hmm. and then too many people are like, "That's ridiculous. This is, you know, this isn't when you should be open." And they started closing again. So, you know, a lot of places shut down Christmas week, so that enables a lot of people to get home. But you know, there are companies that are that take a, um, you know, their their company. They, they stay open until a one or two days before. Mm-hmm. And so with that being said, I was talking to a driver the other day and he said to me, you know, I'm going to be home this year for Christmas. He goes, my, he goes, he said to me, I was away for Thanksgiving. He said, I found myself stuck on Thanksgiving and couldn't get home. He didn't say why, but you know, as a truck driver, so much can play into you not getting home on certain days. You know, even I've talked to drivers over the years that have had, requests they they put in with trucking companies. Hey, I need to be home for Christmas. That's what I promised my kids. I need to be home for my wife's birthday. I need to be home for our anniversary. I need to be home for this doctor's appointment. And, and you know, they blame your trucking company should know this, whether it's your fault or not, you're getting the blame when a truck driver doesn't get home. Right, Ruthann? 
Would you not agree with that? Oh, Ruthann's in the I middle. I agree. Of, she, she's <laughs> in the middle of swigging on. What are you drinking? An energy drink? It's zing. It's not necessarily energy. It's like a, it's all natural stuff. Yeah. There's no extra stuff. It's from my, my oil company. So anyways, what I'm getting at is. No, they, they should be home. And not only that. But who but gets the blame? Tell them. The trucking company. The trucking will, company they gets will the get blame. the blame. They get the blame. But if you think about it, if you're asking that driver to be out three weeks on average. You know, some companies every other weekend they get home. Some it's three. So if you say on an average three weeks, you're asking that driver to stay out and you can't give them, what, a dozen days in a year? Think about it. You know, and and here's the thing that you got to understand. And I'm going to just play the advocate here just for a second. You've got truck drivers that are saying, I'm going to be home. And if I'm not home, I'm blaming the trucking company because the trucking company is really in control of dispatching me. And if something happens, the trucking company can say, hey, just deadhead home. And I understand. But here's what happens with trucking companies. They're, they're cut so thin. Back in the day, a lot of trucking companies would have you 500 miles away and fuel was never really a factor years ago. Uh, well, it was always a factor, but it wasn't as much of a factor. A lot of times they would just say deadhead home. I remember driving plenty of times and my company, which was a really good company back in the day elder light they would on on whatever occasion they would say just dead head home you know i mean no problem but we were hauling caskets and the rates were good the fuel wasn't it wasn't a, a major factor back then they could do that well today you know what i mean it's it's tough to say to a driver deadhead 100 miles deadhead 500 miles deadhead 300 miles the other thing a trucking company also faces is the fact that they have customers they have to service. If you're contracted with customers, you, you know, to, to deliver freight and you have every driver saying, I don't give a shit, I'm going home. And then you come to that time of the year where you have maybe, let's say you have 100 trucks and there's 30 loads by customers that you already promised that they will be there. And, you know, it could get, it could become a, a, a real problem, a real quagmire trying to get that stuff delivered when you know, around the holidays. So everybody's stressing companies, drivers, everybody. Yeah. Everybody stresses period. It's the holidays. Yeah. So how about we move on now? Anyways, like I said, uh, Merry Christmas from Ruth Ann and I to mm-hmm. you and your family. Well, I want to say that Ruth Ann, um, cause in fact, this podcast will be coming out Christmas day. Yep. Cause we release it's them. our present. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, we, we release them every Sunday and it's, it's been a long time since Christmas fell on a Sunday. Um, okay. So I wanted to mention, um, there is a new truck show. Okay. In town in, it's actually being held in Fort Lauderdale this year. Um, and it's going to be on February 4th and February 5th. And you and I are going to be there. Correct? We are going to be there. I'm going to bring hats, too. Yeah. So we, we don't have a whole lot of time to prepare. We have some leftover things from the Louisville show last year. But we only just found out about this this week. Um, very nice people. February 4th, February 5th, 2023, which is only, what, Rethan, about two and a half months away. Actually, not even. It's probably less than two months away. I apologize. And um, I would hope by then, maybe the weather will warm back up. Fort Lauderdale is generally very nice. And actually, I think that was good. Good. It was actually a good idea of whoever is that's, um, you know, uh, uh, the uh, host of this show to pick February because, 
you know, that's a good time to make an excuse to get to Florida. Getting the sunshine, getting that heat, go down in the south, enjoy some yummies. Yeah. So we are, Talk CDL is going to be there. And I wanted to mention just a few of the, of the exhibitors. It's actually almost filled up. I, I was on their list, mm-hmm. uh, rather on their, their website, which is floridatruckingshow.com. And you can sign up and get free tickets to, to, to come to the show. Um, so I would definitely go there and get the free tickets just in case you're in Florida. Yeah. Um, so check out some of the exhibitors. 595 Truck Stop is going to be there. Um, all st- I'm just naming a few because there's a quite a bit. Um, All-Star Custom Truck is going to be there. Allison Transmission is going to be there. Alternative Claims Management, Apex Advisor Group, Apex Capital. Um, just to now to just to give you some more recognizable names. Not that they are not. Um, uh, uh, Boss Tech Auto is going to be there. Bully Dog is going to be there. Cargo Transport. Co- quite a few trucking companies are going to be there. Um, I know Kenworth is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Crane Freight will be there. Discount Diesel Truck Parts will be there. Uh, let's see who else is going to be there. Um, EV, e, I'm sorry, EW Trucking will be there. Exact Transport will be there. Uh, Florida Trucking Association is going to be there. Fleets World will be there. Go Green will be there. Guardian Fleet Services is going to be there. Gulf Coast Business will be there. Heavy Duty Diesel will be there. We're going to be there, Ruth Ann. We are. Um, CDL Life is going to be there, Ruth Ann. We got to go over and say, yeah, we got to go. Maybe this time we can meet up and say hi. Last time we didn't get actually a chance to. We kept crossing paths. We didn't get a chance to say hi to him. Yeah, Two Way Radio will be there. Um, you, it's it sounds like a lot of people are going to be there. Um, Southwestern Insurance is going to be there. And and like I said, it's a, a whole slew of trucking companies are going to be there. Stop in and say hi to everybody. Um, Panther's going to be there. Panther Premium. Um, I'm just trying to go through and just whip out some names. Mercer's going to be there. Mike, or yeah, M-I-K Freight is going to be there. So stop in February 4th and February 5th to the uh, brand new trucking show. It's going to be um, at the Fort Lauderdale, uh, gosh, where, what is going to be the place it's at? I didn't have that prepared for the, we sh- could put that on the Facebook page. Yeah, we'll put that up there. It's, it's, it's a, it's a convention center that, that they're going to be at. And Fort Lauderdale is awesome, man. That's where like the big spring break. Well, I just said, I said, and get some yummies, get down in the sun and get some yummies. Yummies meaning all the good food that they have. They have a lot of different varieties of food down there. Yeah, Florida. I'm hungry, so I'm thinking food. Yeah, well, it's, it's good for the uh, the uh, seafood thing. So, yeah. moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. So, uh, just a couple things I wanted to mention. You know, you and I were watching City of Angels the other day, and uh, we were, you know, City of Angels, of course, with Nicolas Cage, mm-hmm. and uh, who's the chick? Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Mm-hmm. And he's, of course, he plays an angel. But the reason I bring this up, because a little trucking, th- you know, it's funny. I, I've watched that. How, how old is that movie, you think? Oh, my gosh. Um, it's one of those tearjerker movies. She came out in the 90s. She dies in the end. Mid-90s it came out. The angel The angel gives up his angel ship or whatever you would call it. Your, an, your, your angel citizenship. Angelism. Your angel citizenship or whatever because he falls in love with a human chick. Bad, yeah. bad move. 
she, we're not worth it. Yeah, he gets like one day with her, and then a trucker pulls out in front of her, and uh, she. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, it's probably both their faults. The trucker just pulls right. You know, a lot of those, it's funny, I wasn't going to talk about this, but a lot of those like log trucks and, um, you know, bucket trucks, a lot of those guys are usually on side dirt roads and stuff, usually loading and unloading off off the path. And a lot of times, and you'll see signs that'll say trucks entering road, mm-hmm. you know, and a lot of times these guys just come barreling right out onto the road without stopping and they really shouldn't do that. And so obviously when I looked at the movie, it's partly the trucker's fault because he's pulling out. He didn't really look to see. Yes, we're analyzing truckers in the shows. (laughs) But and and this isn't really what I was getting at. But she's going down the road with her eyes closed, and the trucker probably thought, "Well, she sees me." You know what I mean? And what does she do? She runs into the side of the truck. I guess she goes underneath the wheels. They don't actually show it. Anyways, she's dead. Um, But prior to that, Nicolas Cage is trying to find her, and he's he's trying to figure out how to get to the mountains. He doesn't have a car, and so he decides to hitchhike. And who picks him up? A trucking company. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny that, that they would even let, I mean, it's, I, I don't know if, if this was them just wanting to be on a movie, but I never noticed this before because it's such an old movie. But Schneider, mm-hmm. <laughs> Schneider National, decides to stop. I, the trucker that's driving for Schneider, he stops and he picks up Nicolas Cage and gives him a ride. And I was thinking... I wonder, is Schneider, does Schneider allow their... I don't think they do. In real life. I really don't think You so. know, it's too much. Schneider should have a disclaimer on that <laughs> one. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, um, somebody gets, you know, you, you hear a, a, somebody calls in and reports a Schneider driver for picking up a hitchhiker, and he says, well, you guys picked up Nicolas Cage in City of Angels. How am I supposed to not know it's an angel? Yeah, I thought you guys were, like, you know, saying this is what we do. Schneider picks up people. And loves. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure Schneider doesn't allow anybody to pick up an unauthorized passenger, <laughs> especially one with their thumb out. But I wouldn't think so. I just, I just thought that was kind of cute. Um, when we were watching that, I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's a freaking Schneider guy picking up, you know? And you know, if Schneider was smart, they'd be like, well, that was the driver. We fired him for picking <laughs> up, for picking up the, the angel. <laughs> we fired the guy picking up the angel. <laughs> They should have had a scene in the movie like that. You know what I mean? Where the guys, they flash over to the guy being pulled into the office. Um, you picked up a, a hitchhiker. We got to let you go. But it was an angel. I swear. He said he was an angel. Yeah, right. He was an angel. Okay. Um, you're fired. <laughs> Anyways, moving on, Ruthann. Moving on. Moving on, Ruthann. What have we got for time? Oh, we got plenty of time. Oh gosh, where are we gonna where are we gonna go with this? How about just for the heck of it, I uh, found a 2022 new truck driver survey. What survey says? Well, I mean, it's I'll just kind of go over. It says on average, truck drivers spend, and this is a new survey. It says they spend more than 300 days a year on the road, making sure the nation's goods are delivered on time. And intact. 
I mean, they mustn't be talking about FedEx <laughs> and Amazon. <laughs> but um, I seen a meme the other day. Somebody put up on Trucker's Wall of Shame. I think it was on there. It said, Dear Amazon drivers, can you guys take a break and actually drive nice and slow and get my package d- delivered this year on Christmas? And then the day after, you can go back to driving like a-holes. I didn't know they did. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it said. But not, I mean, we should put a disclaimer. That's not our belief. <clears throat> Anyways, um, it says, uh, without even realizing it, our everyday lives are impacted by the trucking industry and the people who drive big rigs. They are essential to the nation's livelihood. But how much do we actually know about the life of a truck driver. Well, if you listen to Talk CDL, you'd know a lot about it. Don't, you definitely would know a lot more. It says, sure. the questions are, what's life like on the road? Does it get lonely? Do they have hobbies? Do they enjoy when people pump their fists for the infamous air horn honk? Life on the road. So let's see if we can get to the Questions. Okay, so life on the road, the average length on the uh, the average length of haul around is around 439 miles or the equivalent to 6 to 7 hours. And that's just one load with an office on wheels. It's no wonder drivers uh cite the desire of having healthier food options on the go along with fewer potholes as the top two improvements on their everyday lives. So the survey was, I guess they asked them about, you know, what would be the top two improvements? It says in total, 37% of the responding truckers said they could use more ergonomic driver's seat or the tension relief of a massage chair, while 24% need a new microwave or fridge set up to enjoy home-cooked nutritional meals. That's it. You know, I didn't know that, that a lot of these guys are... Um, and, you know, microwaves do burn out. And mm-hmm. if, if guys are hurting for money, they're probably hope. And I would tell you guys this. And it, this is just my advice. A lot of truckers, um, okay, that are maybe hurting for microwaves, if you can actually find one, I would sacrifice and order it because just in one week's time, you'll spend... I mean, I think you can get microwaves for under $100, Ruthann. Um, and if you think about it... I think they... It sounded... Reread that part again. To me, it sounded like they were saying they wanted a better quality of the refrigerator says, and microwave. It says 24% need a new microwave or fridge. Okay. A new microwave or fridge set up to enjoy home-cooked nutritional meals still could go either way that we're both thinking too well so and and i've talked to drivers about this before they're like i can't afford a microwave well i'm thinking but but how much are you spending a week eating then because we both know um eating at a truck stop and eating on the road will 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 make you go broke one week's in one week's eating mm-hmm. of being out on the road seven days is cost more than a microwave so you better you're better off buying the microwave mm-hmm. and then you know, or I'd, or go into a lot of truck stops have microwaves. Just go in and use your microwave till you right. can afford one. Right, you a know. lot of places have a microwave that they'll let you borrow. But honestly, you know, if you if you figure you're gonna have, even if you go and get a big microwave setup, it's still only a week and a half worth of food. If you're at, if if 
depending on what ampage you're wanting, what watts you want on your microwave. So I guess that question was about improving life on the road. It says other requests for improving life on the road include the option of a compact exercise bike or access to TRX cables for better overall physical health. So they're wanting equipment for in the truck. And, and of course, I used to take my stuff with me, obviously. You know, that made me think. Remember when we were at the Louisville truck show, yeah. there was that guy that had where you remove your, your passenger seat and you, you set up this bike. I should have had that playing in the video in the background. You should have. For real. I'm, and, and I'll tell you what, Jarvis, next podcast, I will try to get that video. Because what it is, is there's a video we took at the Louisville truck show of of this company that um, invented a exercise bike that's bolted underneath the passenger seat. So the if you remember the f- the passenger seat flips up, and then a bike pops up, a stationary bike, and you you takes us about a minute to set up, and you literally go like it's an exercise bike in your cab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, but it's stationary, so it's nice, and it doesn't take up any extra room. You know, see, yeah, I mean, I, we'll we'll go ahead and we'll we'll put that video up. Um, it says this. It says, but a trucker's life is also heavily impacted by the way four wheelers drive. It says, um, regulating the speed at which reckless drivers can operate their cars would help navigate the strive to not lose. Uh, professionalism truck drivers tell us. Um, let's see here. Next, 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 next. Uh, it's, oh, says it's, it also talks about blind spots. 23% of all truckers um, would like people to know about blind spots that the truck drivers have. The uh, habits and hobbies is the next title. It says, in our survey, we found that there were quite a few similarities between truckers across all walks of life. Their biggest commonality was their choice of audio entertainment on the road, specifically hip-hop and R&B, country and pop, rock, trans, uh, transfix is the one that's, uh, I guess, did this survey. They're the ones that had uh, noted this. It says, coming in at 25% were podcasts and audiobook listeners. So, trucking podcasts. And there's quite, there is a bunch of trucking podcasts out there. Not to mention Trucker Dump. I mean, mm-hmm. good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got one. And, yeah. and uh, Lead Pedal, you know, our boy uh, Bruce. So, you know, check those guys out. There's other um, trucking podcasts out there. Well, there's also, I mean... Yes, trucking podcasts or there's a ton of them, and I don't think there's a ton. Well, no, I, not a whole lot, but I mean there is. But I was gonna say what I was actually going towards was some of them also like to listen to some of the other types of podcasts, like the mystery ones and stuff, Criminal Minds. Yeah, it's, I mean honestly, that is really cool trying to figure out a pod, you know, a murder mystery or something going down the road. I definitely would be listening to that stuff myself if I was out on the road. It says, additionally, 47% of respondents cited their passion for music, whether singing, playing an instrument, or writing songs. And of course, you ever pull up beside somebody and they're just singing away. I am. I, I, I do it all the time. What I was do. that movie with, with um, Chris Farley? 
Was it Tommy Boy? What was the one with him and David Spade where they were Tommy singing Boy. Air Supply? Remember that? Tommy Boy. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's see here. It says their favorite, ho- a lot of their favorite hobbies are such as collecting items from different states across the country, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Different, you know, you used to collect spoons. No, Sabrina collects the spoons. Well, our daughter did, and you used to collect them for her, like when we would be mm-hmm. going different places, mm-hmm. like different... Believe it or not, it's, people don't even... I, I never even knew of spoon collecting until you showed me that different states, you go into like gift shops, they actually have a spoon with that state on it. It's yeah. like weird. It's like magnets. Yeah. Never knew that ever in my life. Um, also, writing screenplays, photography, ceramics, wood wood turning, fishing, and various arts and crafts. And I'll be honest with you, if I was back on the road... Um, I would definitely carry my fishing pole with What's me. What's a wood turning? I was. I, I thought maybe wood burning or wood whittling. It, but no, it says wood, wood turning. Wood turning, all one word. If you want to Google it, you can. But uh, hold on. <laughs> I hate sneezing. I usually sneeze in twos and threes. So if another one comes, God bless you. You were warned. Um. So yeah, I don't know what wood turning is, but anyways, it says uh, our favorite finding comes from a shared love of furry friends. Puppies. Doggies and kitty cats. It says, with uh, some mentioning driving with both or even multiples, companionship from a pet can relieve stress by an astonishing 84%, according to Johns Hopkins Medicine. Our four-legged friends on the road can also help with feelings of isolation and solitude that often come with the truck driving profession. I'll be honest with you, I never liked having, I mean, we had a dog in the truck for a little bit. I got stories I want to, I could tell, but I'm not gonna. Um, I guess they're nice to have, you know what I mean, when you're all parked and everything, but when you have to stop to let them out. Just to me, it's more of a hassle if you're really wanting to run, run, run. But I do recommend animals for people with depression. There's no doubt that they help a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, communication and community. Nearly 90% of drivers opt for making friends while on the road. And when they're driving, 80% of the surveyed respondents prefer to stay in touch via Facebook, especially through discussion groups where niche common interests can further deepen friendship. So a lot of truckers, and I've noticed that too in blogs, if you notice ToxyDL has quite a big Facebook page and you'll see a lot of times the driver will, will post something with them. And the truck driver will, um, they'll tag their friends that are other truckers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to see what you're actually like. I, so many things happen with social media. People like to use it for so many different things, family, friends, just getting their own opinions out. Just even just to, to do anything. So when you're saying it, I'm like, Okay, so what's he going with there? I was because yeah. Well, what I noticed is, and I've noticed this over the years, that like, and I'll, I'll sometimes I'll kind of creep on somebody's page. He is a uh, creeper, right? So what'll happen is you'll like we'll put up a, a post, right? And the uh, the driver so and so liked your post. Yeah, the right, and and then they'll tag a friend in on the post mm-hmm. and then Which they'll we love and they'll yeah absolutely and they'll start conversations with each other and then another one will, but and if you if you click on their pages they all work for different companies so somewhere along the line either they knew each other prior or they met each other on the road yeah. and they stay in touch with each other like that it's really true. super cool so um that is one of the things that 
social media has done for trucking mm-hmm. is a lot of truck drivers have, and I'm, I imagine a lot of them are going, yeah, that's true. I got a lot more friends now that, you know what I mean? I have Facebook pages and other truckers follow me or I follow them and blah, 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 which is, I think, you know, some sometimes social media can be a good thing. A lot of times it can be really crappy with people fighting. I've seen friends unfriend each other, family members unfriend each other. But also this is the good side of social media right. where, you know, we see truckers that have lots of friends. So. Exactly. Awesome. And, this, and it, it does make it much easier because you have other people out there that um, if you can't get a hold of them via phone or anything like that, you can at least try and re- reach out to them, you know, say you're there for them. Yeah. It says in total, 46% opt to stay in touch using social media, text messaging, or phone calls, while 13% prefer the traditional use of communicating via CB radio as they drive in the early mornings. So that's, it says, so whether you're chowing down on, on friends giving or watching a loved one rip open a gift this holiday season, remember, it wouldn't be possible without a trucker. Check out Transfix, you know, let's say they seem like uh, pretty cool people. Um, and that was on a article from the trucker. So check out the trucker.com. Good people over there. Ruthann, moving on. Moving on. Um, I just wanted to kind of mention something real quick. Um, I don't have a whole lot of time, but real quick, um, I recently seen on CDL Life where a truck driver invented a, a website called drivermatch.com. And I, I'm like, wow, I never heard of that. And it's been out for 14 years. <laughs> and what it is is it's for a trucker to go on there Okay, and if he's a team driver, he wants to team with somebody, you can go on Driver Match and and put in your criteria and search for the kind of person you would want to team with, and then it gives you their phone number or messaging them, and you can actually go ahead and meet them and talk with them and hook up and go ahead and become a team driver with these guys. How cool is that? That's actually pretty inventive when it comes to... You know, you hate... The one thing that a lot of people don't want to do teaming is because they can't feel as though that they would have enough in, in common with the person and one's listening to country while the other one likes to listen to uh, hip hop, you know, it's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't blend well. Yeah. You know, just to mention that me personally, you would, there isn't a person out there that Troy would team with. There isn't a human being I would team with. And I know a lot of, in fact, Team driving is way less than solo driving. I will guarantee you most truck drivers are saying absolutely because, you know, the thing about, and we've mentioned this before, first off, you've got to, you've, if you're going to be a team driver, you've got to really know how to tolerate each other. It's the truth, Ruthann. It is the truth. I mean, honestly, and you know, you're in a bad mood, right? Are you the kind of guy that's going to... Take it out on your team partner. Or just kind of, you know, for, I hate being around depression. I, I, I'm, and I'm not putting down people that are depressed. But I just hate being around people that are gloomy around me or they're negative. Everything's negative. Everything's... It's because you're a person that soaks up those those personalities. Right. I, I'm like, oh, my gosh, please. If Like, if I hear somebody just complaining constantly, in my mind, I'm going, oh, my gosh, I'm going to chew off my ears. Shut up. Up. So if you got somebody, he does do that. If I was literally in the cab and all I heard was the constant whining and whining and whining, I couldn't team with that person. If 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 
if I was trying to sleep in the bunk and I felt the road getting bumpy, I'd be diving through the, like I did when I teamed with you for a short time. <laughs> I couldn't stand it. I literally, I, I would be too paranoid that you were going to kill me, you know, by, by <laughs> not getting hurt myself, but killing you <laughs> by, by rolling over. I, I mean, I told you the story a long time ago. We were coming over snowshoe mountain there on 80 in Pennsylvania. The one time, and literally it was one lane traffic going over snowshoe and it wasn't even winter time. And I'll just tell this quick story. It wasn't even wintertime. We're coming over this mountain. It's called Snowshoe. Everybody knows where it's at that's running northeast. And I literally, it took us forever to get over it. And there was all these lights at the top. And here, a tanker went over, went over the top. And that's quite a bit of a, a trip down if you went off the road. Yeah. I mean, it's hundreds and hundreds of feet down. And uh, it's that sudden stop. They said that the driver was killed. Well, I was on my way to Chicago, and this was when I had a dedicated Chicago run. And there was a person, believe it or not, they may still be there, that had a base station. If everybody knows what a base station is, it's somebody who has a CB in their house, and it's usually, they usually have a pretty powerful setup, and they can talk for miles. And uh, this person used to talk to drivers and warn them and, you know, just say hi to them a lot, quite a bit. And so on my way back, I thought, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to radio out there. This was like two days later. I radioed out there and I asked, hey, what happened to that accident that went over? And they said, well, the driver was killed. And I had known, and I had known that at the time. And they said, but... The really bad news is when they pulled, when they got to the truck and they pulled it up, they found a passenger in the bunk dead. The passenger, or I don't know if it was a team driver or a passenger. All I know is, well, I think it actually was a passenger because apparently the company didn't know about this. And so when they you know, got into the truck, they found another person killed that was sleeping. And when the truck went over, the person never even probably even knew, or maybe they woke up when the other driver was screaming on the way down. I don't know. All I know is both were killed and the passenger had no control of that. And I would not want to be in the bunk as a passenger. Okay? You're a control freak. I am a control freak. And I would not, and, and that's another thing. If you're a control freak, I would imagine a team driver would not be for you either. So if you got nerves of steel and you're looking to maybe team, because team drivers make a little more money and you're looking to do something like that, maybe for a little camaraderie, a little, a little um, uh, companionship on the road, that's what it's teaming is really good for. But obviously you're supposed to sleep while the other guy or girl is driving back and forth. So I don't know how much companionship you have, but I guess it would be less lonely, Ruthann, with a team partner. Check out drivermatch.com. And there you have it. Ruthann, that's the podcast for the week. Um, do you have anything? We have only a minute or two left. Do you have the word of the day? I do. I do. I do. And what is that word, Ruthann? It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> God, what Mizzle. Is it? Shh. What is it? Mizzle. 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 Let's hope it's it works with trucking because it almost runs with diesel. Mizzle. M I Z Z 
L-E. You know what it reminds me of, like, when you're saying it, like a Snoop Dogg song? A mizzle, shamizzle, shadoozle. <laughs> it's funny, because when I seen it, I, I thought to myself, well, what's that? <laughs> yeah, Would it, you want to know what it is? That's a shamizzle, man. It's a booza. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what, is, what does shemizzle mean? Or is it mizzle? What mizzle. Is, how mizzle. do you spell mizzle? M-I-Z-Z-L-E. What, how, do you, how, do you, how do you define mizzle? Light rain or a drizzle. A shemizzle. It's a drizzle. <laughs> That's right. As I'm driving down the rosal. Well, the reason why I thought it was really interesting yeah. is because you know how... You know, sometimes people think that someone's made up a stupid word like me. You know, sometimes I'll just say, or you will say something and you're like, what is that? I have no idea. It just came out. I like that though. If, if, and if it's heavy rain, we'll call it a shemizzle. It's got lots of showers with a drizzle. Shemizzle. <laughs> All right, Ruthann, let's say Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas. And, and please join us next week um, for our midnight live uh, recording our new year our new year come come on come on with us and and uh let's toast the new year in together uh ruthann we are out of here merry christmas and praise the lord peace